0: Happy end of 2020. We're almost there. It's been a long five years for everyone, I'm pretty sure. We all just got through Thanksgiving, and for me and my family, it was really, really calm. Uh, The wife and I stayed home. We were on FaceTime with the family, talked a little bit, had a little bit of food, just nice and chill, relax. Very different, but very calm. I appreciated that. But I'm sure everyone lately has been going a little bit stir-crazy inside their houses with this shelter-in-place stuff, especially if you're not working right now. And especially if you're not working because you couldn't work because of COVID and now you're struggling. We're in a bit of a bad situation here in the United States right now. But we'll get out of it eventually. We just got to buckle down and, I don't know, hopefully just this cure comes out soon. God dang. You know, it seems like every week I find out somebody else I know got it. Just found out that a very, very close friend's parent got it. And, you know, she's she's a really healthy woman. She's... Not a senior, she can be okay, but I mean, we all know that she's in for a bit of a ride right now, because I don't know a lot of people that got it, and then they are like, ah, yeah, no big deal, yeah, fine. No, everybody's getting COVID brain and some weird shit, and people aren't going to be right after this, so fuck, it needs to get over with, I hope I don't get it, I really hope nobody else I know gets it, just stop. All right, well, that's enough being fucking sad. Lately, a couple things have come up, though, where I'm starting to realize that You know, I think I'm just about at my limit here. I got to do something. Something's got to change, and that's why I'm so glad I started this podcast. But I've this isolation has started to cause communication issues with me. I've got them as it is. I, I have trouble forcing communication with people. I usually prefer it to be useful, but lately it's just been affecting all of my communication. I'm just not so good at talking to people in in person anymore. Jesus, it's driving me nuts. So this podcast is a little bit of a a therapy for me, just a little bit, because I've been to, you know, a few therapists in my life, and a couple of them after I got out of the Marine Corps to try and help with some stuff, and it just, I don't know, VA's got to get off their ass and start doing some real, real research into the mental health uh, area, because it seems rather lazy, rather lazy. So I decided, after talking with my wife a bit and realizing that I need to get off my ass and fucking do something, I did, and I started making a podcast, and in prime shannon fashion i decided to wait until the last minute to record this no one has to come out on friday so let's hope this turns out all right god dang (laughs) let's have fun i'll see you in a second welcome to the basic vet the podcast with a beard tattoos and no fucks it's politically incorrect it's abrasive it's unapologetic and it's probably fucking funny i'm your host shannon smith here you'll find out what it's like being a vet on a day-to-day basis the unspoken struggles you don't hear about, and some honest stories from my time in our beloved Marine Corps. So grab a beer and throw out all those fucks you've had in your pocket, because where we're going, you don't need any fucks. We got a couple of good topics today. Three uh, good topics, I think. Topics that I settled on. I've got so much shit I want to talk about lately that it's hard for me to stick it all on paper and just... Get through it and put it down. You know, I had to just force myself to just start writing it and get it done. Ugh. So I did. And hopefully this turns out all right. <laughs> it's going to be a fun ride either way. You'll like some of the stuff I talk about. I mean, I hope. Actually, you might. I don't know. I'm just hoping I help some people. Some people hear me. But like I said earlier, this is more of a, a therapy thing for me and I'm enjoying it. I hope you're enjoying it too. So the first thing we'll cover is idgaf versus ignorance. Um, the reason I wanted to cover this in particular is because I've often been told by not just one, two, or three people, a lot more people than that, that I myself just have this demeanor of IDGAF generally. And it makes sense. It makes sense. And you might understand a little bit after this. Before we get into IDGAF versus ignorance, we've got to define those two things, those two words. Um, I mean, the acronym and the word. Yeah, that's better. And since I can't get into Merriam-Webster and find a definition for idgaf, I'm going to have to do it myself. So here's how I've defined idgaf. My humble definition of idgaf is a conscious decision not to care about a given situation, person, place, thing, etc., after considering the effect that the decision will have. Now, Merriam-Webster defines ignorance as lack of knowledge, education, or awareness. Okay, so keep that definition of ignorance in mind as we go through this because it may start to make sense at some point. The first real-world application that I'd like to talk about regarding ignorance is is ignorant driving. Now, ignorant driving is uh, something that you've obviously seen on a day-to-day basis because everyone has to deal with it. You know, you see somebody drifting out of their lane and getting a little close to your car because they're not paying attention, or they're on their phone, or they're just ignorant. I mean, there are some... Actual explanations for when people do that. There's wind, there's other situations. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the people that just aren't paying attention and they drift into your lane and almost hit you. Infuriating. And that's because they're doing things like not using their mirrors or not being cognizant of the basic traffic laws. They basically get in their car, get on their phone, and then check out. It's not a. We're in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. There is not an influx of Teslas running around everywhere that drive themselves. People need to learn how to drive, period. Um, Something as small as like sitting at a green light for 10 seconds because you're on your phone. When you do that, you've just fucked everybody behind you that may have something to do. Sure, maybe they don't, but maybe they do. And it's all because you just sat there and were unaware that the light was going to turn green, even though you were waiting for it to in the first place. You stopped there. You knew it was a red light. Now you should know it's a green light. And here in Harrisburg, they got this thing, I heard it on the radio, PennDOT released it, saying that when the light turns green, you should wait a second. No, motherfucker, when the light turns green, you should have already looked at all the fucking traffic around you to determine whether it's safe to go or not. When the light turns green, go. You look both ways like your mama taught you when you were young, and you go. There's a lot of just Darwin Awards in waiting here. Now, on a different note, there's Idgaf driving. Now in in driving, I have to define it for myself again, it's I've noticed you already. I've predicted the ignorance that's about to happen, and now I just don't give a fuck about you or being courteous to you at that point. And there's a difference. I'm aware, and you're not aware. An in-gaff driver is aware that you're being a prick. An ignorant driver doesn't know what the fuck is going on. It's just, don't be ignorant. Now, at this point, you're probably thinking, man, this guy drives a lifted truck with a Malone Labes sticker in the back and definitely one of those don't tread on me flags. Well, that's not true at all, and it's a terrible stereotype. I sold that truck, okay? I don't have it anymore. Now I drive a Mazda 3, so get off my ass. I do miss that truck, though. Now, is this podcast starting to sound a little get-off-my-lawny? Well, it should, because I'm... A lot of get off my lawn. I just don't have the sign out there yet. I will soon. Don't worry. I'm also the guy that drives down the street and then waits or makes a turn to get out of the kid's way that's playing basketball in front of me. Because come on, man. During this time, if the kids are outside playing basketball on the street, let them play. It's that simple. I care about people. I do. Don't think I don't. I do. I care so much that I have a plan Whenever I go to the grocery store, starting with one end, going to the other, and getting exactly what I need and getting the fuck out. It's pretty fucking cool. That turns into a lot of idgaf shopping, though. You see, because how many of you have a goddamn plan and a list, and you know where you're going to walk into the store, which area you're going to go to, and get the things as they go, right? If you do have that type of a, a plan when you go to the store, then you're going to really understand what I'm about to say next, and that is in regards to ignorant shopping, People that don't move with purpose in the fucking grocery store. We all came there to get groceries. We didn't come there to hang out and socialize. It's a grocery store, not a Starbucks. Where's your plan? Did you have a plan when you went there? Obviously, you planned to go to the store. Where's the rest of it? Finish it. When you're in the store and you find what you need on that plan, if you have one, where's your cart park? Did you stop it in the middle of the fucking aisle so that we all have to wait or say excuse me and try and be polite because you're a fucking idiot that just didn't Regard anyone else's day? No. Jesus, park your cart out of the way, all right? And did you bring your kids there? Where are your kids? When you parked your cart, did they just run off and start pulling things off the aisle? Not all kids are little assholes, but some of them are. If your kids are little assholes, make sure they're near you so you can round them up. They start going a little crazy, all right? I love kids too. They're great, but they can be assholes. Now, you don't have to go and write out a five-paragraph order like somebody in the military if you're going to chill and shop, but if you are going to go and chill and shop and just have a nice, easy day, be respectful of the people around you and aware. Stay out of the way. You know, chill out, get your stuff, talk, walk. You see somebody that's in a rush, they might have something to do, so kindly move out of their way. Oh, it's not that hard. It's just a simple case of mildly giving a shit about your situation and then study how you could be better as a person. What the fuck else are we doing right now besides trying not to get sick? All right? Make yourself better. Now, I'm really talking about adults that are out of college and they, they should be well on their way to having an organized life of some sort. You know, and even if you didn't go to college... You can self-educate. In this day and age, we've got YouTube, we've got Spotify, we've got Audible, we've got all kinds of places that you can go for free and learn things. Just learn them. It doesn't have to be something you're necessarily interested in. Just learn, learn something you're not interested in. That is hard. It's useful, too. Anyway, open your eyes. Act like your actions affect someone else, and then generally, you're fine. It's really not that hard. Not that hard at all. All right, now let's move on to a little bit of humor. uh, Let's spice things up just a little bit. Inject some funny into this crap, right? Let's talk about some myths. Some shit you probably heard that may or may not be true. The first one's that people that join the military are just too stupid for college, so they join the military. Well, uh, there are some people that couldn't make it through college that joined the military but they still wanted adventure in their life and they, they wanted to do something cool, so they joined the military. Or some people were another type of stupid and just joined the military even though they shouldn't have. They're there. But generally, most of the people that I w- served with and met while I was in and meet to this day uh, were very intelligent people. As a matter of fact, if you wanted to go into something like MARSOC, Special Ops for Marines, um, their motto was engage your brain before the trigger. And I had to do a couple classes for those guys, and they are unreal intelligent. They're on a whole another level. It's crazy. So there's a lot of smarties in the military. Don't let them fool you. You know, part of the way that they decide which job they're going to be able to get is their ASVAB test, something that you probably took in high school if you're here in the United States. Um, but if not and you want to join, you've got to take the ASVAB test, period. Basically, it's a kind of SAT-ish. It's just... Um, Armed Services Vocational ASVAB Battery, I think, or ASVAB. Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery. There we go. Get rid of my inner retard real quick. So that's the ASVAB test. And what it does is prove to them how trainable you are as an individual. So what can they train you with? Are you going to be easy to train? Are you going to be hard to train? Once they train you, are you going to be smart enough to learn things on your own? And there's all kinds of different areas they test you in, which in your regular test score also breaks down the line scores, so it's a lot like the SAT. You know, they know how to test. It's just uh, some branches have lower test scores that are mandatory to be able to get in. <laughs> That's all. And they do have, you know, they handle lower scores with uh, jobs that they can handle. They try not to put them in places where they just aren't going to thrive, but it does happen a lot. You also have this thing called the D-Lab test when you go. They, if they so choose or you show interest, you can take it's another aptitude battery, but it's the defense language aptitude battery, and it teaches you a gibberish language, and at the end of the test, you have to demonstrate your knowledge of the language you just learned, and it's not real, and I want to take it for funsies. But let's just say you get in and you, yeah, you were a little too stupid for college. Uh, there's all kinds of opportunities to get college education without even using the GI bill or post nine eleven GI bill that you get when you join after a certain period of time. Um, when I joined, I had to pay my twelve hundred bucks, and then I switched to the post nine eleven later. But and besides the point, you can take college on deployment. Even I was stuck on a boat forever, and I decided to take I think it was like three classes during deployment. One of them was Western Civ, and that was super cool because we stopped in Greece and got to see some of the things that we actually just learned about. Our teacher was kind of a dick though, because I remember him telling us if you if you see me out in town on in the port, um, stop me and I'll go show you some stuff. So we did see him, Mr. B, out in the port. And we said, hey, let's go hang out. And he was like, yeah, all right. And he just kept walking. That son of a bitch. But I respect that. He was a civilian making a shitload of money on a free vacation just about. Have a good time. The next one is about looking for a handout. People that join just because they want a handout. That's, I have never once served with any single person that only joined for a handout. Because I'm sure they exist but they're weeded out quickly. Um, they're easy to spot. They're shit bags, Complete shit bags. So, not a problem there. That is a myth. Now, the third one is a little closer to home to me because the third one is avoiding jail. And there's plenty of people that joined the military <laughs> because the judge said, get out of town. Um, you're going nowhere. I was one of those kids. But instead of just joining the Marines after the judge told me, I know your name now, and it's not looking good. Join the military. Uh, instead, I walked out of court and paid my fines and tried to turn my life around without the Marines first. I went back to college for the second time and tried it again. But this time, I think just before the end of my first semester on my new degree, I decided to join the military. So I had to hurry up. Make sure that I got all my tests right so I could at least get the credits for that that whole semester and then leave for the military. So I left college because that shit was just boring as hell. I needed some fun. And I was with a lot of people that did the exact same thing. They just wanted some fun. Avoiding jail is real. It happens. And um, one of the reasons that it works for people sometimes is that it does reform them because... The military doesn't just take a recruit and then say, you know what we're going to do? Make you a shit bag and then give you back. No, their job is return them, not really reform them, but return them to society better than they were found. Period. So you can't, you can't be mad at that. The other thing is that it gives them a sense of belonging. I got a sense of belonging that I needed badly in the Marines, and it helped fix me. Um, it, I only met a few people in the Marine Corps even, that had a criminal history before they joined. Only a few. So it's not what you think. Oftentimes it's not what you think. Do a little more research and uh, get some more answers on that. But are there some crann-eating idiots? You're damn right. You are damn right. So the military can be a really good thing for a lot of people. It can be a really proper thing for a lot of people. And it can be a really bad thing for other people. Some people are made for it and some people aren't. Don't listen to the ones that aren't because I generally don't have good opinions. Now I wonder, I'm thinking, are any of you possibly considering joining the military at this point? If you are, pay special attention to this next sponsor. Do you want a free college education? Do you want to climb a mountain and slay a fucking dragon? Do you want people to bow to you in public? Do you want discounts at random places? How about free healthcare? If you answered yes to any of those questions, your time is now. Head to your local recruiting center. It's so easy. Get ready for an exciting life filled with getting screamed at and not knowing why. Being way too hot. Being way too cold. Jerking off in Porter Johns in 110 degree heat. Getting told to get ready and then waiting for hours wondering what the fuck you're waiting for. Having severe intestinal issues and nowhere to take a shit. All while living in close quarters with a couple hundred guys that all smell like ass. The only thing you'll be asking yourself is why didn't I do this sooner? So call your recruiter today. Jody's waiting. All right, I think I've covered about enough for this episode here. Do you feel a little closer to Idgaf? Everyone can use a little Idgaf. More awareness and less sensitivity for sure. You know, we're a really young country in the United States. We are a baby. We're learning. Jeez. Have you ever researched other cultures and why they're so angry and just generally not as happy? Because they're not sensitive at all. Because those old-ass countries and cultures have seen some shit. And it's really hard to trigger those people because they've all seen some shit and they're just laughing at us. So don't don't contribute to the problem, please. Contribute to learning about who we are, about where we need to go. We can all be better in that aspect, all of us. Things today, like the trigger that I just mentioned, trigger, trigger, I hate that word trigger. Are you triggered by trigger? Fuck. (sighs) You know, When you get a trigger and you are triggered, it means you get set off. You get angry. You fly off the handle. That's basically all it is. Just use a different word for it. But when you fly off the handle, and especially if you're triggered into an argument, you have no articulation at that point. You lose your articulation. You don't sound intelligent anymore. Well, you can if you do that on a regular basis. But if you don't, your fight or flight kicks in, and you either start screaming like someone that doesn't know what you're talking about or you just look like a complete mess. Yeah, I've been there a lot, so if I'm going to get engaged in something, I'd I'd much rather just be calm. Um, I don't look like like such a fucking idiot at that point. You know what? I'd like to close this this episode by by thanking someone else for their service today. I want to thank Amazon. I want to thank USPS, UPS, truckers, train engineers, anyone that's getting those goods around, especially during these times the Christmas coming up. Thank you for your service. Thank you for signing that dotted line to make sure we get our packages and our smiles on time or close to it. Now, I brought that up because the other day I was having a particularly bad day. Um, I won't get into it, but something, I got a phone call that just, one of those day ruiners, so I was already set off. I had to go to Giant, the grocery store here, local grocery store, and I walked in And there's a UPS guy trying to rush out the door. And as I walked in, we both got in each other's way. So we did the little shuffle where you move, then he moves, and then he moves, and I move. So I finally just stepped back and I said, no, you go. You guys run the world right now. Thank you for your service. And it just made his day. He got a big old smile on his face and he took off. That might have changed his day or week. I don't know. I like doing things like that, but it certainly changed my mood. So yes, I selfishly thanked him for his service, and it put me in a better mood because I put him in a better mood. Try it sometimes. Do it once in a while. But if you do it to a military person, make it unique. Make it unique. All right? Because thank you for your service is bless you for a sneeze. No more bless yous. Okay. Now next week, I'm going to focus on some funny true stories from some people that I served with. Before I do that, i got to get their permission because what you're going to hear is, well, some people might not want that told about them, but there's some pretty crazy stuff uh, from deployment others, you know, stories stories that you're not going to have to be affiliated with a military with to appreciate. And now that I have mush mouth, it's a great idea that I'm wrapping up this damn episode. But what I'm not wrapping up is the entire show. Since I just started, and since I've got about three listeners, then I'm going to keep releasing these up until December 25th, Yes, that's right. I'm going to drop one on Christmas Day. And like I said, I'm just getting started and I'm learning and I got to get this experiences in. So I hope some of you laughed. I hope some of you learned now uh, kindly fuck off to everyone that listened to this podcast. Thank you. Thank you for taking that time out of your day to listen to me, bitch, babble and complain. I really appreciate it. But all of my active duty friends out there, I want to say thank you for signing on that dotted line. that I can continue to enjoy my freedom and be a lazy fucker that just records his voice into a microphone all day and put it on the internet. And to those of you that say, just let it go, I say, fuck you. I'm never letting go of my commitment to excellence. And don't you let it go either. I'm out.